Lead Your Life Show, Episode 2. This is the Lead Your Life Show, brought to you by SeasonedLifeJournal.com. This is where we help you get the clarity, boldness, strategy, and tools needed to intentionally execute your idea, share your story, and influence the world with your genius. Hello, hello, and welcome to Lead Your Life Show. Thank you for tuning in. It's our second episode. I believe we are moving forward. I am Abraham Ologundudu and through this podcast, I help visionaries and passionate people like you seeking to make a positive difference in this world with your ideas, stories and message to get the clarity, boldness, strategy and tools that will empower you execute intentionally. In other words, I collaborate with you on your journey to deliberately execute that next big thing the world has been waiting for. Once again, thank you for tuning in to the second episode of the Lead Your Life show. I believe we would have a great time today. As I said earlier, I want to be part of your journey as you execute the next big thing the world is waiting for. And the way to go about this is to unlock the power of personal leadership. I said in the last episode that humans are naturally wired with the desire to be remembered for something. But one thing that I notice is that as we journey through life, we face different seasons. Life comes with seasons, the high moments of our lives and the low moments of our lives, the times when we are very optimistic, the times when it seems like things are not looking the way we want them to be, the times when we are upbeat and the times when we are so calm and sober. And as a leader, you need to understand how to respond during these changes, these seasons of our lives, every one of us. Every single one of us experienced different seasons. And the proof is that you are not where you used to be a month ago. You are not where you used to be about a year ago. So that shows that life is in seasons. And this is what this episode is about. I want to share with you on how to undo transitional phases or transitional seasons in your life. Specifically, you will learn what a transitional phase is and five great steps to help you unclutter a phase or a season that seems like a setback. To start with on this discussion, one thing you should understand and one thing you should be very conscious about is that life is in phases. Life is full of seasons that is the foundation of everything we would be talking about subsequently there are variations in life even the wise writer in the book of ecclesiastes in the bible yes in the bible said for everything there is a season and a time for every matter on the earth and you can also see life as a journey with different junctions toll gates and u-turns 
we all travel on different routes and different routes have toll gates some have u-turn some have junctions and that's how life is sometimes you have to make a u-turn sometimes you have to stop at a junction sometimes you have to go through a toll gate and at each phase as you rise up in life you encounter new set of challenges new set of people you will be assigned with new roles new responsibilities and so on now the process of moving from one phase to another is what i call a transitional phase from the word transit meaning you are moving from one place to another or from one level to another so in other words a transitional phase is that moment or let me say process between the current level of your life and the next level of your life i will take that again a transitional phase is that moment or process between the current level of your life and the next level of your life in fact what you do at the transitional phase will determine the outcome or product of the next level of your life so the actions the decisions you make during those transitions will determine the outcome of the next level it will determine what final product you enter into in life there are transitions that will go smoothly from high school to college for example or from being a contract employee to a full-time employee it might be a smooth transition for some and there are some transitions we experience in life in which it seems like there is sudden disharmony in the organization of our lives it seems like something just went wrong it seems like there are round pegs and square holes it seems like we are putting on a cap that cannot fit into our head it feels like we are stepping into a shoe that cannot fit us and that is life for you let me try and make it a little bit realistic let me say that you are the breadwinner of your house and you decided to leave your full-time job in this case a white collar job maybe in the bank to pursue your passion and let me say your passion is in photography you've been doing this part-time and it's time to launch into it full-time when a decision such as leaving a full-time white collar job for a yet to be seen dream or in this case passion of photography that you don't know what the future holds for you there is a huge possibility that things begin to happen in, your, in certain ways that you never thought of there is a huge possibility that series of challenges begin to unfold because you are trying to move from a certain level which might be a comfort zone to a level where you will need to work extra everything might begin to seem rough and it might actually look like all efforts to find the missing link or the missing element seem impossible now this is an example i gave which i believe you might be able to relate to it but if you're having a similar experience just like this it might not be directly photography and a banking job it might be something else just related to a transitional phase that is you're moving from one level to another level you are going through a particular season of your life 
I want you to understand that you are normal and everything is alright. I like saying that a lot. Everything is alright, even when it doesn't seem like it's alright. I like to affirm that everything is alright. Let me share a little from my own experience. Like I said in the last episode, I graduated from the university and as at the time of recording this particular episode, it will be about eight months since graduation and that was a kind of transition for me. Why? Because when I was in the university, I had plans for the after university life, that is after my first degree, I had plans. <laughs> well, everybody usually have plans, but I had well-structured plans. Again, <laughs> well-structured plans. Well, at least that was what I thought. I thought I had well-structured plans. And I had even started executing my plans right from the university. I was making positive impact in my own little way. But the moment I graduated, it suddenly seemed like there was a huge misalignment. All of my plans that made so much sense suddenly looked vague to me. I'm actually the firstborn in my home. And at that moment, everything became different. Even though I had been conscious of my responsibilities and the tasks ahead of me, the reality of the situation far outweighed my initial plans. The reality didn't match up with my plans. It was totally different. It wasn't what I bargained for. I thought it was going to be a lot more easier because I had put it in perspective a long time ago. But again, life happens to us all. And there were a lot of things that became unclear to me. And it took me quite some time to adjust to the new situation. Or let me even say, I am still adjusting to the new situation. Well, I know just like my story, there are a lot of people out there in the world that are experiencing related realities. There is a 60%, 70% chance that you are experiencing similar realities in any part of your life because transitions are constant in everyone's life however like i said earlier it is totally normal and i would want to share with you some tips steps guidelines as you may put it that will help you effectively manage the pressure that comes with a transitional phase in life so I named it five steps to help you unclutter a transitional phase. By the way, I was going to phrase the title this way, five steps to help you unclutter a negative transitional phase. But I thought about it again that the word negative, as we apply them most times, is based on perspective and it's relative. Nothing really appears as it seems. What we most times describe as negative challenges are actually just stepping stones to a greater level of um, impact and influence. So I changed my mind. I didn't use negative. Yeah, let's move on to the steps. The first step is revisit your plan. Revisit your plan. The power of having a vision for your life accompanied with smart goals cannot be overemphasized. Smart goals gives you a blueprint 
for your life journey and it sure comes in handy in times when you are in a fix like this if you don't have a plan in such times like this then it is very important that you develop one and if you have a recent plan before instead of panicking just go back to your plan and refresh your mind this will help you ease the tension and give you clarity for example you might be a building engineer and you are working with a blueprint from from the architect and you get to a point you don't really understand what is happening it's very easy you, all you have to do is go back to the plan that was drawn by the architect and study it again and go back and see how you can implement the plan so take a holistic view as a plan see where you are coming from identify where you currently are in the plan and see where you are going to three things see where you are coming from the past identify where you are currently your present and see where you are going to the future you are pictured initially ask yourself questions like if i could make all the pressure if i could make all the challenges go away what would be my ideal situation so you ask yourself if i have a magic wand and i say a magic wand like yigi yigi la <laughs> what would be the ideal situation you would want to find yourself ask yourself what am i doing right now that won't take me there or what do i need to do or what do i need to be doing to help me actualize that ideal life questions like this put your mind into action makes you begin to think of the next possible action action to take makes you begin to sort for options that will move you from the seemingly unclear situation to the ideal life you are pictured ask yourself questions that will help you unclutter the situation and make sure you profile answers to them it might take you a couple of time but make sure you profile answers because the essence of asking questions is to find answers right so appropriate answers to those questions ask you come up with them and one important thing you must notice do all those things in writing it is said that writing is a psycho neuromotor activity and this activity forces you to think and concentrate that is when you are writing you concentrate more it is a psycho neuromotor activity so put them down in writing and be detailed in your writing in life we all have to be careful of not hoping that things will change we should never leave things to chance be intentional about the change you want to see. The second step is clarify your role. Now, no matter what happens in the animal kingdom, it is not the job of a goat, a dog, or a pig to crow every morning. So in an attempt to rescue the situation you find yourself, or to quickly kill the pressure, you can begin to take up roles that you have no business with. You can begin to delve into things that complicate issues. 
So still in writing, clarify your role. Ask yourself, what am I responsible for at this stage of my life? For different people, there will definitely be different answers. So focus on what relates to you. What am I responsible for at this stage of my life? Then focus on how to carry out your own responsibilities dutifully. To understand what I mean by your role, see it as the things you directly have control over. I remember when I was reading The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, Stephen R. Covey, the writer, introduced a concept called your cycle of influence. That is, there are certain things in your life that are of great concern to you. But the way to reach those areas is to primarily focus on your circle of influence. That is, those areas you have direct control over. A classical example is this. You may not have the direct power to influence the dollar naira exchange rate. But you have the power over your mind and the operations of your business. You have the power to create positive thoughts, patterns and positive energy which will help you produce creative solutions to improve your business. So clarify your roles and do this with full details. In life, we don't always have control over everything that happens to us. But in the midst of challenging seasons of our lives, there are certain things we have control over. A majority of those things we have control over and those things that has to do with us, our mind, our thoughts, our actions. So that is your circle of influence. Focus on how you can utilize those things you have control over to gain advantage over the things that you are concerned about. So clarify your role. If you are going through a season, we are going through certain things that you don't really want them to remain that way. Clarify your role in that situation. What are you responsible for? The third step is clarify your expectations. As I said earlier, do not assume or hope for things to change with time. You have to be specific and intentional about the kind of outcome you would like to have at the end of that transitional phase. By writing, I'm emphasizing that writing, the psychoneuromotor activity, writing, identify in specific words, in figures, in whatever representation you choose, and describe what you would like your life to look like. If you are good in drawing, why not draw it? If it's a new office space, draw it. If it's the kind of house you want, draw it. The basic and fundamental thing is have a physical representation of the kind of things you want to see happen. What does this do? It helps you accurately appropriate and channel your energy on the right task. There is nothing more foolish and stressful and time-wasting as spending so much energy on the things that don't even matter. So don't just begin to act randomly. You will only generate random results. I have this example I came up with, though it's not my field, but I'm just trying to make a point there. 
For example, if your relationship is going through a transition, maybe there are kids in the picture now because I know when it's just the man and the woman and they are enjoying everything, things might still be stable. But the moment kids come into the picture, it's a larger house. So kids are now in the picture and there happens to be some misunderstanding suddenly arising with your spouse. So instead of writing, I want peace, I'm trying to explain what I mean by clarify your expectations. Instead of writing, I want peace, you should be more detailed by writing, I want my wife and I to have a good level of understanding where my opinions and our opinions can be synergized to create solutions that will help our family experience peace. Now, it is more detailed. The first one talks about I want peace. The second description talks about how you want the peace to come into reality. This kind of detailed expectation well represented in writing will help you adequately clarify your role and specifically deal with the root problem. Such kinds of clarification will help you identify problems from the root. The real cause of problems will be quickly identified and this will help you come up with lasting solutions. Why most people have recurring challenges is this. They most times spend all their energy trying to solve the wrong things. But when you clarify your expectations by writing them in details, you will know and you will be able to find out what is the real cause of the problem. The fourth step is ask for help. There is a scripture in the Bible that I like it so much, which Apostle Peter wrote to the church. He said, the same kind of sufferings are being experienced by your brotherhood throughout the world. King Solomon also said in the book of Ecclesiastes, says, he said, there is nothing new under the sun. Therefore, whatever challenges you are going through, there is someone out there who has successfully overcome it. And that's why mentoring is powerful, coaching is powerful to help you gain some level of results. So cultivate the habit of asking for help from relevant people when the need arises. Now, in asking for help, the mistake I see people make is trying to put all their trust in another person. They have this mindset that other people owe them a favor, maybe because they have some certain level of relationship with the person. They suddenly think they can demand for anything, anytime, in any proportion. This is what we call a dependency mentality or an entitlement mentality. It's not a good way of approaching things. Don't bug people with your problems. Don't try and put all your load on someone's life. Everybody <laughs> has a lot of things to deal with. When you're asking for help, be precise with your questions and clarify where need be. Let the person know that you are truly taking responsibility for your life by asking a question. In that way, you will encourage the person to give you more help. 
asking for help is totally different from dumping your problems on people. So asking for help is very important and a powerful way of resolving things very fast. But make sure you are doing it the right way. The fifth step here that I want to introduce is simple. Pray. This is not a religious show, but I'm sharing with you some things that I believe are very important. There are certain things that can't be explained on the surface in life. You need prayers to dig deep. My mom was talking to me some months back about one of our colleagues who sent her daughter to medical school. And shortly after this lady's convocation, the lady died in an accident. A bright person graduated with good grades and she was a prospect for great things. But she died in an accident shortly after a convocation. Now you can imagine the pressure and thousands of questions that will be running through the mind of the mother. The mother will be so overwhelmed and it might keep looking like a dream in her mind. She might even end up living in denial and causing depression for herself and several kinds of things which could be avoided. Now, I gave this example, though it might be a little bit extreme, but I'm trying to paint a picture in your mind. With prayers, you can get certain directions, instructions, and clarifications that will help make the pressure that comes with transitions easier to bear. Now, I do not see prayer as a way to wish all your problems away, as I see some Christians do, or some other persons proclaiming other kind of um, faith. But I see prayer as a process to get insight and clarity into matters that concerns you. So I have shared five steps and by the way, they are in no particular order. Let's do a quick recap. The first is revisit your plan. The second is clarify your role. The third is clarify your expectations. The fourth is ask for help. And the fifth is pray. So you might be wondering how today's episode relates to the core purpose of this show, which is to help you get the clarity, boldness, strategy, and tools that will help you execute your ideas, share your story, and influence the world with your genius. Well, it's because I have not forgotten that Every human will be faced with setbacks in life. And if you do not handle setbacks, it can become an obstacle that will prevent you from reaching full potential. I've seen challenges stop people from reaching what they desire. I've seen challenges make people compromise. I've seen challenges make people give up. So that's why I'm trying to address the issue of seasons in our life you will always find yourself in various seasons and the key is how you endure it the outcome is greatly dependent on the way you handle such seasons of your life so whenever you are in such situations remember to revisit your plan clarify your role clarify your expectations ask for help and pray I would like to end with these words that I believe captures everything I have shared. When your current reality challenges your initial plan, 
don't panic. Go back to the drawing board and reconfigure. When your current reality seems to have misaligned from your initial plans, don't complain. Go back to the drawing board and recalibrate. You must learn to promptly and properly adjust in life. So this is where I will wrap up on this episode, the second episode of the Lead Your Life show. Thank you for tuning in. Remember, if you don't decide to be deliberate about things that are dear to your heart, if you don't execute intentionally, you will play catch up in life. Therefore, lead your life now. Until I come your way next episode, I am your host, Abraham Ologundudu. Coming up next episode. Life can kick out against our desires and we are forced to give in to excuses. I will begin a series that will help you knock out excuses from my book No Excuse Challenge, a definitive guide to break mental limitations in less than 30 days. You have been listening to the Lead Your Life show brought to you by SeasonedLifeJournal.com. Please feel free to send in comments or questions to Abraham at SeasonedLifeJournal.com. Thanks for listening to the Lead Your Life show.